Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe Podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Wednesday, January 6th, 2020. Hope everyone is doing well out there as we have survived the holidays. We've survived 2020, and here we are off and running on a new year. Uh, The first week of 2021, we are uh, about halfway through it. And uh, it's it's always weird to me, guys, that I have such this buildup for Christmas, for Thanksgiving, and just I, I consider Thanksgiving part of Christmas, New Year's part of Christmas, like the, that entire season, right? The holidays, what, whatever you want to call it. There's such a buildup, and it's such a fun time, and you're buying gifts, and you're planning, and you're, you're uh, you know, drinks, and dinners, and all these great things. And then all of a sudden, New Year's Day hits. You're like, oh man, it's a new year. And then you put the tree, you put the decorations away, and it's just like, uh, back to normal, I guess. Whatever normal is, if we uh, even have any normal anymore. But I don't know. I always get a little down right after all the big celebrations and everything. And it's not so much what you do, or it's, it's more about who you're with and stuff, you know? I, again, I've said it many times uh, how much I enjoy Christmas and just the entire season, not just the day itself. It seems like you, you, there's always something, some reason to gather, some reason to share some uh, refreshments with friends. And I don't know, just the whole season uh, is, is all of a sudden it ends. It's it's much like the day after, you know, the Super Bowl. It's just like, oh, man, we got to wait eight months for this again, or we got to wait 10 months for this again. But I guess that's what also makes it special. If if you're truly sad when something ends, like you miss it, like that that that's a good sign, right? I think. Like think of your favorite show. If your favorite show ends and you're like sad, you're like, oh man, it's it's finally over. What a ride. That's a good sign, I think. Sometimes sadness or sorrow could be a good thing. Uh if you're angry. When your show ends, yeah, that's probably a little different story. You could be happy, but I mean, who wants a super happy ending, right? Uh, I don't mean in a non-joy, joyous sense or whatever, but you want entertainment. You want something. We want something that like tugs at our heartstrings, right? That uh, that like pushes us a little bit, pushes our emotions, and. uh so that that way, that's that's television and all this and that, but that's kind of how I feel after after Christmas, early January, we'll say. Uh, it's just it's a it's a weird weird time. So anyway, uh, we 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 proceed, we keep going. It's been that one of those years in 2020. Last year, I can officially say last year, which is great. Um, and life goes on. The world keeps spinning, regardless of what's going on, regardless of what issues we might have out there. Um, Hey, things, things keep spinning. 
the packages keep coming. The podcast hopefully keeps getting uh, put out there, you know? So that's life. But uh, anyway, a little down, a little down. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to stay upbeat and everything, but it's always this weird, like, funky feeling after everything gets kind of going. I mean, maybe it's because you know that uh, football's ending soon and then what? Anyway, it's January. January. One great thing about January is is playoff football, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that with Bill Barnes. I'm going to talk a little bit, or I did talk about that with my brother Sam on the Monday episode. He's been making a kind of a weekly appearance now, which is great. Good chance to chat with my brother about some sports on Mondays. Uh, today's Wednesday, so Bill Barnes is here. He's here just by himself this time. No, no panel. No, no loyal listeners there to uh, bounce questions off him. Just me and Bill, our first official show of 2021 should be a lot of fun. Always a pleasure chatting with my good friend, Bill Barnes. And I'm going to bring this up. This is the first time in a long time for both of us uh, that, you know, January is kind of the time where the baseball season is coming for Bill and I. College baseball, you know, it starts in February. And usually this time of year, we have clinics to go to. We have tests to do. We got to buy new gear that has, uh, how should we say, shrunk a little, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> those uniforms, they, they they shrink a little in the closet. I don't get it. Uh, but anyway, you, you know, the, this time of year is usually that. And we don't have that this year. Bill's retired. I'm uh, partially retired, I guess you could say, at a young age from college baseball. So it, it's it's weird. It's Everything's weird. This whole, you know, 2020 was weird, right? So, but it's it's more weird feelings. And I should be thinking about the new rules in college baseball upcoming. I should be thinking about my schedule and, you know, uh, planning and flights and all these things. I'm not doing any of that. And it's very, I'm going to ask Bill about it too, see what he thinks. Because for me, it's like, it's been such a big part of my life for so long. And now it's like, eh, it's not happening this year. It's like, it's like holidays. It's just the holidays are a huge part of your life. And then this year comes along and you're just like, yeah, no, 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 never mind, not doing it. I'd be like, what? I know some people did that this year because of, uh, you know, some of the decrees from uh, the overlords and everything. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I'm going to see what Bill has to say about that. Uh, just a weird time not getting ready for baseball. Uh, you guys know I love fighting. I love boxing, MMA, and I watched some great fighting over the weekend in the uh, boxing ring. And I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I I just love the emotion of fighters. You could see, You can see it. I mean, what they put into it, everything they, their walk to the ring, the, the camera on them in the locker room, you could see it in their eyes, all the work, all the long days uh, and leading up to this one moment. I, I still, I still baffles me that fighters train for months, months and months and months for one moment every three months, maybe even every six months for some of the bigger fighters. But it, that's that's just crazy to me to train and train and train and do, to to wait for one uh, specific fight. It, it's it's kind of a, what they're asking a lot of kids to do in high school these days, at least in California. You know, hey, stay ready, keep training, keep training, keep practicing. You know, your your season's going to eventually come. It's probably not coming, which is sad. But how they, you saw it in college football with these teams that had seasons kind of delayed and stuff. How long can you keep practicing something before, I mean, you want to get out there and do it. You want to get out there and, and see if your practice has paid off. 
Anyway, back to fighters. I mean, the, the raw emotion of fighting is just so special to me. And not only that, but to see the respect. You can hate each other. There's definitely a uh, part of that that goes into getting in the ring of the octagon. But but then to see these guys, you know, punching each other for 30 minutes, and then all of a sudden that final bell rings, and it's usually, usually, just mutual respect. I think think of any other time where you, where you see that. Go from punching to hugging in like a matter of seconds. Maybe a family gathering at Christmas? I, I don't know. It's just so odd. It's like, I hate you, I hate you, Bell. Okay, hey, man, that was fun. Like, it was, I see it every weekend, and it's just part of the sport. It's what makes it great, but it's just it's just hilarious if you really break it down. But the raw emotion of fighting, and uh, I saw Ryan Garcia over the weekend, very big up-and-coming boxer. Uh, he's got, you know, Canelo Alvarez with his full support behind him. Uh, Ryan's very young and going to do some amazing things. Uh, he he really had a great knockout on Saturday after he himself was tested and uh, and and pushed down a little bit. Uh, but anyway, looking forward to more fighting after this football season is over. That's all I really got. Uh, you got the NHL coming up, which I'm, I've started to get a lot more into, and then fighting, basketball, eh? Maybe college basketball, maybe some March Madness. That that's always fun. Uh, we'll definitely look forward to that coming back this year. Baseball, baseball is long. Baseball, I've been, I've been around baseball for a big part of my life, so I'm not as enthusiastic, we'll say. But uh, there's plenty plenty out there. And just remember, guys, in a, in a few short months, it'll be a year since all of this thing started where uh, they canceled sports, basically, or postponed them for a while. And uh, I didn't think we'd uh, get through a full year. And so much has happened since then that it's been uh, it's been. Man, it's been one fun for the books. We could definitely look back on this and, uh, well, shake our heads about a lot of things. But also just, I think a lot, of, a lot of the things we'll say about this past year will not be believed by some. 10, 20 years from now, telling kids or whatever. But but then again, who knows what's in front of us? There might be some things that that we never fathomed. I mean, there definitely will. There definitely will. Um a few random thoughts for me. You know, Bill Barnes is coming on, and Bill Barnes apparently loves Oreo cookies. And I found that so interesting when he said that on our show recently. He's like, really, Bill? I didn't know you had such a weakness for the – and he he just went off. And so I'm going to ask him maybe today about, you know, cookies, if he if he made it another week. Because he, he said he hadn't had one in a week uh, last time we talked. But it got me thinking, you know, we, there was some cookie baking going on here over the weekend. And, you know, you try to be good. But I got to ask you guys out there, you know, who on earth eats like one cookie, even two fresh cookies out of the oven in, in the house? I mean, if you if you are if you have the willpower to have like just one cookie and walk away, like I think you're a psychopath. One cookie. No one eats one cookie. Even two, you're like, eh, maybe, I don't know. Three is a better number. I, I, I just, I try to not eat any cookies. But you know, Christmas time, holiday, okay, New Year's Day, okay, uh, middle of January, uh, okay, uh, Columbus. Day. You try to make any excuse you can to overindulge, right? And so Valerie made these cookies the other day. Oh, spectacular! She had her nice little Wonder Woman uh, cookie jar. She loves Wonder Woman. 
And I got to tell you that cookie jar isn't isn't big enough. Well, maybe it was big enough because there's not much left in there. But yeah, who eats one cookie? Like that, there, there, there's just there's no way. One cookie, two, even two cookies. Who who does that? That's the old Brian Regan joke. He used to talk about uh, fig newtons or cookies, and, and he, that's his line. He he looks on the serving size, and the serving size of the uh, it says serving size two cookies. He goes two cookies. <laughs> Who eats two cookies? <laughs> it's really funny. But anyway, got, yeah, I just, you look at those things on the kitchen table and you're like, I'm not going to have just one of those. If I have one, it's going to be a few. It's like, what was that? Was that a Pringles commercial too? Bet you can't have just one or whatever. It's all, it's all relatable. Oh, one. Yeah. Oh, enough of the cookies. We got to stop. No more baking. No more baked uh, sugar treats in this house. That's my one request. I actually do okay with sugar. It's it's bread. I it's bread. I uh, get attracted to. I guess, but sugar and sweets I can generally avoid as long as I don't look at them. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, one one cookie, two cookie. That, that's just. I'm sorry. It's a it's a problem. Um, let's see. I talked to you guys about Uber passengers uh, Monday with Sam. This is one last thing I'll say. Okay, so I was on the freeway, and I look up and I see this billboard. And it's a lawyer advertisement. And on the advertisement, the guy's wearing is wearing a mask in the picture on the billboard. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you taking a picture? You know, you guys have seen these lawyer advertisement billboards. Hey, uh, you know, Hersema and Barnes Law Firm, join us, we'll save you, or whatever. And I'm like, why are you wearing a mask in the photo? There's no one else in the photo with you. And it's a billboard. It, is the billboard going to somehow give you COVID? Or are you, are you worried about your germs going out to drivers on the highway through a billboard? Like what? What? It was like the biggest virtue signaling thing I've ever seen. Wearing a mask by yourself in a photo advertising... What are you trying to do? Like, to me, it was like, you're trying to pander to people. Hey, I'm a good lawyer because I wear a mask. It just didn't sit right with me. I'm like, what What are we doing? I haven't seen a lot of these, but I saw that one on the, I passed by it all, all the time on the work. I'm like, you're wearing, a, what, what, you care more than other people? Is that what you're saying? Look at me, guys. I wear a mask in a billboard advertisement. I care more about safety and saving lives. So you should use me for your accident insurance lawyer or whatever, whatever the thing is. I didn't even read it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I just thought that was a little overboard. No, way overboard. I, look at, there's all these talks about masks, no masks. I wear them when I'm indoors and supposed to or whatever. I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I still don't know what some people's faces really look like. Uh, some of the people I work with and stuff and some of the people I know you see them and you're like, oh yeah, you used to look that way. But I just, we're getting, I mean, that's a little carried away for me. We, we, we really had to, you really got to put a billboard up of yourself with a mask on. Trust me, guy. Like, like as if lawyers needed another reason to look suspicious, to look sketchy. To, to you wear a mask in your billboard advertisement. Anyway, I thought it was ridiculous. Unbelievable. Anyway, l- enough, enough, enough of cookies and billboard advertisements and uh, 
fighting emotions and all these, you know, saying goodbye to Christmas. Just settle down, Matt. Let's get to Bill Barnes. He's here. He's ready to go as always. I'm excited. And thank you all for tuning in on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in with Mr. Bill Barnes. We continue to get these episodes out. I don't know how we've, how we've done it every week, but we find time somehow, some way, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. So without further ado, let's get to Mr. Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. That means it's time for Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. The retired police officer and retired college baseball umpire joins us every week for very strong opinions and very random thoughts. Once again, here is the one and only Bill Barnes. All right, I'm back again with Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. We are recording Tuesday morning. Bill Barnes, how's it going, my friend? Happy New Year and happy birthday. Oh, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill Barnes. 36 years. I don't know. I don't, man, time's flying. I don't, I can't, <laughs> I don't you feel don't 36. You don't, you don't look a day over 37. <laughs> well said, well said. Uh, I still got a, a ways to catch you, but uh, that's my goal to get there. Appreciate that. Uh, Bill, everyone's been dying to know. I, I think that every listener really wants to know the answer to this question is uh, you, you talked with us last week. Have you had any Oreo cookies in a week? Um, I have not. Not one. Wow. Nope. Nope. I have oh. not. Awesome. They're not, they're not in the house and I, I'm not going to buy them. Now, if they're in the house, I'll eat them. Um, I won't buy them. Oh, I have not. And I have not had any Oreo cookies outstanding well well we had some uh you know baking going on over here at the house val made some cookies and i I gotta tell you i feel your pain bill i'm not a huge cookie guy uh despite you know you wouldn't know that looking at me but i i just you can't have just one cookie right i mean no it's impossible i mean if you put it if you put a bag of oreo cookies in front of me there's a good chance i'll eat the whole fucking bag (laughs) okay oh boy yeah. Okay. Well, well, God bless you, Bill. You're, you're doing great uh, there. Uh, hang in there, my friend. Uh, Bill, we just had New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, that terrible 2020 years behind us. Not much has changed overnight, but it got me thinking on New Year's Eve uh, as a cop. Was New Year's Eve like one of the worst nights to drive? Because I was out and about New Year's Eve. I saw fireworks. I saw police cars all over the place. Uh, is New Year's Eve... Is there the most drama on New Year's Eve, or is there another night of the year that's that's bad? Well, New Year's Eve could be busy, um, but what we did about you know eleven forty five, eleven fifty at night is we would go park underneath a freeway o- overpass, and we'd let the the inmates shoot their weapons <laughs> in the air and just raise all the hell they wanted to, and at about twelve fifteen is when we would go back to work. And we'd go, you know, pick up the pieces. Um, the last thing you want to do is be out and about doing things when there's bullets flying in the air, because what goes up will come down. And I wanted to make sure we had cover over our head, not just the roof of our car. So that's what we would do. And, you know, you'd have a lot of party calls and it, it was busy, but nothing, you know, 
one thing about being a being a cop and crime it, it could happen anytime anywhere any place so there was no certain day or night that was busier than some i mean you know you'd get a high volume of calls for service on fridays and saturday nights when people are out but um i remember i remember one Super Bowl Sunday, uh, we were busier than hell. After, when the Super Bowl was over, people were still partying. It was a Sunday night, and we were going strong until, you know, midnight, two in the morning. Hmm. Wow. So it just depends. Okay. So it's random. And yeah. It uh, is. Gotcha. Uh, well, well, Bill, I know that, uh, you know, last week was a lot of fun catching up with uh, you know, some of the loyal listeners and such, but this week is we'll say is all about you. What's on your mind today? I know you got some COVID uh, theories that you want to throw out there. Well, <clears throat> I was thinking yesterday and I see what a piece of shit our governor is. <laughs> I see what a, how he is slow to respond to the COVID uh, vaccine rollout. I'm, he's all talk and no go. He likes to throw out a bunch of bullshit. The man is not a leader. I, I firmly believe that he's in cahoots with the Chinese about this whole thing. I think the Chinese have kind of been in his pocket. I think the Chinese are in cahoots with the Biden administration. Um, let's go back to when President Trump <clears throat> put tariffs and hit the Chinese hard a few a couple of years back and kind of put a stop to their bullshit. Mm -hmm. That didn't sit well with them. Now, I think it's it. I think this whole COVID-19 um, coronavirus was either manufactured by the Chinese or it was a disease that came out. They did nothing to stop it initially, and they decided they would use this to benefit them once it hit the United States, whereas <clears throat> the rest of the world is collateral damage. They want to fuck the United States. They want to have this disease spread to the point where, and, and fully well knowing they've got politicians in their pockets, such as Cuomo, Biden, the Democrats, Pelosi, George Soros funding a lot of this. And they decided they're going to be able to fuck Trump and they're going to fuck the United States and they're going to pad the pockets of these Democrats by allowing this virus to go basically unchecked for about a year. And after a year, you know, maybe they, they, they kind of, you know, slip out the uh, remedy for the, for the uh, vaccine. And, you know, if it's man-made, it, it, it can be controlled at a certain time. Mm -hmm. But not until the state of California closes down all their small businesses, closes down all of basically everything but the big stores are, that the Chinese would not be interested in, such as Walmart, Target, those places. You are going to see, when this is over, you are going to see all of these mom-and-pop restaurants, mom-and-pop clothing stores, mom-and-pop um, uh, nail salons, beauty salons, all these places that have been forced to close. You're going to see the Chinese come in and buy these up and they are going to be Chinese owned. And that's going to be the way they're going to start to control us. They're not going to shoot missiles at us and try to beat us at World War III. They're going to come in 
and they're going to do a surgical strike on us. And that surgical strike is COVID-19. And it's not going to affect Gavin Newsom any because he's, he's living in the high life and he's going to, they're going to pad his pockets. It is a well-orchestrated uh, conspiracy for the Chinese to come in and, and take over what they already don't have, which they don't have already, which is, you know, when you try to buy a house in Arcadia, you try to buy a house in Glendora, you try to buy a house in Azusa, and also, almost now you try to buy a house in Rancho Cucamonga. If the asking price is five hundred thousand, you make a you make an offer for four ninety, and they say no, no, we got a we got a buyer that's going to pay cash five hundred five. Sorry, and guess who that buyer is? Guess who the buyer is? They're Chinese. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, cash. We're talking cash. Cash, cash on the table. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's the same thing they're going to do when they come in and take over. All of these moments, you know, you're, you know, Joe's delicatessen is now going to be uh, called, um, you know, uh, uh, Jack's Rice House. I mean, they're going to come in and take over. You're going <laughs> to mark my words. The Chinese are going to profit from this. So, so what made this this come about to you? What, where, where did this theory come from? Was it just sitting on your couch, or, or how did you kind of start to piece these, uh, put these pieces of the puzzle together? Because I'm thinking how and why I'm thinking how and why would this all of a sudden after a year, how can we have a, have a, 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 a vaccine that's being made by numerous um, pharmaceutical companies Mm -hmm. and how all of it takes, I mean, yeah, Operation Warp Speed, I get it. And now all of a sudden, you know, to, if, if, it's unconscionable the way this is being handled now. They, whether the Chinese gave us the, the recipe for the vaccine or not, I don't know. But we've got the vaccine, and it's slow to be administered. They should say, fuck it. Whether you're 85 or 25, we're going to set up vaccine stands 24-7, Every day of the week, 24-7, every day at the corner of walk and don't walk. You want a vaccine, come down here, we'll give you, we'll give you the shot. Enough of this, you know, because there's people that don't want it. 25% of the healthcare workers declined it. Yeah. You know, you you've got folks that, that think that that it's that it's a, a a you know some type of mind control uh shot and they're gonna be able to 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 you know govern every move that you make, okay, which is complete science fiction in my opinion this was all done for a specific reason no no and to the vaccine like okay look at make no mistake about it there could potentially be some uh vaccine i don't know what what you would call it passport if you will down the road as far as hey have you been vaccinated i i my thought is on vaccination if you want it sure go ahead I don't think it should be mandatory for people. I, I just think people are skeptical about putting something into their body that they don't, I'm not going to say they don't need, but like, if, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. Like, I don't think there should be this mandate. Again, I'm always for less control. That's me. Less control. Well, <coughs> those days are over. I know. I know. I know. But, but, but still like, I, I, I kind of hear what you're saying, 
uh, with some of you know your theories and everything, I do know there's a lot more to this than because there's no reason why things have continued to be closed down in some places and not others. There's no reason why, uh, you know, China seems to be just living life like it's no big deal over there, even though there's plenty of atrocities in that country going on. Um, uh, and here's why, here's why California is the big target. They're, they're, it, it's, it's a rich climate, West Coast. It's easy travel for the families in China to come to the United States. Hey, uh, Hong Kong to LA, there's 20, 15 flights a day, probably. Okay. And I mean, who wants to open up a sushi shop in, in, in fucking uh, Lincoln, Nebraska? The best place is California. Okay. Well, well, what's the, I don't know the number exactly, but isn't the state, you know, not now, but isn't California one of the biggest economies in all the world uh, or at least pop- population wise? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and, for the, and for the Chinese to control our economy, is huge it's a country within a country basically california right. is yeah. it, it served it served it was a it was a win-win-win for the chinese a they get rid of trump with this virus b they they, they come in and they they take control of the fourth largest economy in the world which is california number three they come over and they take possession they get businesses at a very cheap price and they expand their their networking for business and you know they want to they want to take they want to take over the united states and that is that's the way they're going to do it again it comes back to control i mean control control you know uh, people who don't have control want control and people who have control never want to give it up uh so uh you know i've i've read countless uh articles there's one out actually uh today outkick uh tweeted it out about it's a new york magazine uh, about a a very interesting narrative that covid-19 could have originated in a wuhan lab and, and you know the more and more you see evidence of these things the more and more it becomes okay maybe this is true but at the at the end of the day that you have to have that i mean clear this cut kind evidence. of flu okay this kind of flu that has killed all these people can originate from one fucking bat? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's that, that would be hard to believe. But but I I don't know what to believe anymore. Bill, you and I've gone around on that stuff before. I mean, I, I definitely think they're that the Chinese are taking full advantage of what we're going through right now. And you're gonna see, mark my words, six months from now, a year from now, the uh abandoned um Islands restaurant, which is no longer there, is going to be a um, a uh, uh, some type of elaborate uh, Chinese restaurant owned by the Chinese, or it could be a fucking flower shop owned by Chinese. It could be a men's tailoring shop owned by the. Who knows what it is, but it'll be Chinese owned. Uh, and, and Bill, I want to say that you know, for those of you saying, Bill, you're just some, you know, you just you hate Asian people and blah blah blah. Uh, you and I both know not the case, not the case at all. No, uh, I'm not the case. I, 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 you know, I, I like everyone and I, but it's the government of China, not the people. Yeah. It's the government. It's not the people. It's yeah. the government of, of, um, Cal- California. <laughs> right. Right. They've made it very, very, very economically advantageous for the Pelosi's and the Newsom's of the world to get in their pocket and just turn the other way and 
even when there's no fact, no science that says that small businesses or small or restaurants, even eating inside or outside, spread this virus. No. It's their way of fucking the small business owner. Well, yes, because ultimately the, that is the main thing. They don't want America, they, they do not want Americans running small businesses, uh, being independent of government, of you know, big corporations and this and that. They, they, they do not want that because they know that with small businesses and people who are independent, uh, they don't want them to to kind of take over and run things and you know how things used to be kind of a thing. They want this new reformed um, agenda and way of life where yeah, it's called it's called communism, socialism, yeah. <laughs> communism. That's well, what it's called. I I, I want to do a poll right now. I want I want anyone listening out there, or you know, Bill, you can answer this. I'm sure rather quickly. Name one place, one place that has worked, one place communism has has worked and, and paid off for everybody. I can't think of one. No, no, no. It's been disastrous. No, uh, they've, they've, eventually the people have revolted or, or there's been, you know, they, they knocked down a wall, I guess, a couple of years ago to, uh, in, in Germany, where you had <laughs> communism on one side and freedom on the other. They knocked down that wall. Um, Cuba, there was a mass exodus. People got pissed off. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't worked. You know, no, I- you can only, you, you can only, you can only ration out so much cheese before people get pissed off and want it to and want to have it for themselves. <laughs> yeah, eventually, well, it's the old story. You eventually you run out of other people's money or something like that. The social, <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah. I mean, you you just I, I don't know why there's this attack on you know capitalism, the free market, and people being able to to live their life and and uh, work for themselves. I, I can't believe the cold heartedness, Bill, of of people out there who just have no problem with people not being able to work or to lose their life savings or to not, to lose their business. There, there are people who are just like, well, too bad for them. But of course, it's always the people that are continuing to make money, continue to have money. These teachers unions make me sick. Uh, they're off vacationing uh, and, and then lecturing everyone about how unsafe schools are. Uh, I think we have a phone call, Bill. Uh-oh. Hang on. Let me check this. Check this here. Hello? Jerry Aldini. Put him on speaker. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Are you okay? <laughs> you sound overjoyed. Uh, uh, can I can I put you can I put you on with Bill Barnes briefly? Oh, he has something to say. Well, you know how me and technology, Bill, let me. What, what do we got? What is this? The Tonight Show and Joey Bishop's just making an appearance? Hey, I what just. Is this? Dean Martin just walking on? I, I just, is... I talk when I want, Bill. I mean, I don't tell you. All right, let's make the switch here. We didn't expect a caller calling in, but we have uh, Jerry Aldini calling in. And let's see if I can not screw this up. Okay, let's see here. Okay. Uh Jerry Aldini, go right ahead. Guys, boy, the, the sound quality is amazing. I wouldn't expected the acoustics to be like that in your bathroom. <laughs> so, what is this? Is this uh, is this the old Tonight Show? Hey, Aldini, I'm talking. This is my show. Hey, so is this the old uh, 
or being another fucking loser that lives in Rancho Cucamonga that drives over there to do it. I mean, it's you're running neck and neck in the horse race here. <laughs> well, look, what, what I'm trying to say is, is this is this Dean Martin making us just walking on the Tonight Show? You think you can just call in and and uh, and 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 have your way here? What's what's the deal? I just heard this for a minute, Matt. You woke up this morning, probably next to a nude woman, and got up and said, "Well, I got to get ready because Bill Barnes is coming over to do the show." <laughs> nice call. Nice call. <laughs> I, I I'm 36, uh, Jerry. I, I'm not saying I'm a wise man, but you and Bill both knew that. What a couple of fucking beauties! A 66 year old man and a 36 year old man doing a weekly show with 40 listeners. Let's talk, talk about making your parents proud. Oh, Bill, Bill, you got anything to say to this guy? Well, I'm just shocked that that uh, that you're coherent at this hour and you're able to, to dial a telephone and actually. Um, <clears throat> call in i you know i I keep equating this to uh you know dean martin just walking on the tonight show you think you can just you know come in and make a special appearance and interrupt what uh uh, what we're doing here that's uh, pretty ballsy of you i like it It, it, it's not quite the tonight show i call this the good night show because that's what you want to do every time you listen to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah well done well played well played so uh what, what's the new year? Uh, what, what is the new year bestowed on Mr. Aldini besides probably hey, hey, five, five, or, five or ten more pounds? Hey, okay, hang on, Bill. You can tell him that in a second. Uh, Jerry, you have the floor. Yeah, uh, here's, here's a little thought. If I'm doing some prep work during the week instead of trying to wing this every week, I mean, this is like meeting a guy at a bar that's into oil painting and listening to him tell you about it for an hour and a half. It's <laughs> yeah, yet, yet you are you are tuning in. So, what does that say about you? No, I'm not tuning in. Your cohort there said, please call in. We're dying here. The show's the show's on its last leg. Call in and liven it up. I mean, I'm going to throw everything I have at you, but for Christ's sake, when you started this a year ago, I would have bet a year's salary that you wouldn't have made it through half of your next show. And here it is a year later, and two of you fucking clowns are still holding on for dear life. It's unbelievable. Your tenacity is amazing. I mean, Christ almighty. The Tehuskety Airmen got nothing on you. <laughs> Oh, okay, Bill Barnes, go ahead. Well, you know, um, I'm kind of rendered speechless on that last one. Um, I keep waiting for the FCC to come in and and slap handcuffs on me and take your uh, your 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 microphone away. But yes, it's almost been a year and we're still at it. And um, it took us a year to get Mr. Aldini to uh, you know grace us with his presence, and I'm I'm glad he's uh, spicing it up a little bit. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Bill. If, if Megan's law hasn't caught up with you, the FCC sure as hell doesn't have a chance. So I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> well, well played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well, you know, um, how is, uh, how's the year treating you so far, Mr. Aldini, besides, you know, gaining an extra 10, 15 pounds in the last five days? I got to go over to uh, a nice steakhouse with a friend of mine uh, about three days ago. Uh, who ended up passing out on the bar making an ass of himself. That was a real treat. I'm not going to point any fingers, but let's just say there's two idiots in that room, and it's the older idiot. Uh, you guys, the listeners can figure that one out on their own. It's not quite a riddle, but Bill Barnes can't handle his booze. Uh, I'm going I'm to stay away from some other touchy subjects because I know this is a well-listened-to show. Um, and I don't have a lot of time today. I'm getting a boil, Lance. So uh, I got I got better things to do. Uh, I just thought I'd call in and wish Matt a happy birthday. Um, good for you, thirty six years old, 
and you're running a podcast in the middle of the night with Bill Barnes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I, was, if I was a Fortune 500 company, I saw that on a resume, sign this son of a bitch up. <laughs> Oh, boy. I think our rating. I, I think our ratings are going to uh, skyrocket after this uh, episode. I mean, uh, let me do the weekly weigh. What is it, Bill's weekly weigh-in? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Yeah, it's like watching the stock market ticker alone. A real treat. <laughs> I mean, seriously, liven this thing up. Throw an effort in now and again, for Christ's sake. We got Biden as president. Everything's free. Nobody's going to jail. Gas gone. Fucking DA. Anything goes, man. Anything goes. <laughs> Oh, the year's off to quite a start, Mike. That's true. That's true. I want to wish you guys the absolute best. I can only imagine what Bill's going to do for your for your birthday. Uh, he's also experimenting. I told Bill, listen, uh, take this the way you want. Uh, Bill's at a point in his life where he's experimented with everything. The only thing Bill can logically do from this point out is be with a man. So <laughs> how about it? <laughs> Thank you, Jerry Aldini, for calling in. Uh, any parting words, Bill Barnes? Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing. He'll be able to get his alcohol tolerance up. Um, I tell him I'll be over at headquarters a little later this afternoon working on mine, and he's welcome to join me, as are you, Matt, on your birthday. Oh, well, I appreciate that, Mr. Aldini. I may have to uh, uh, postpone that because uh, you got to go to that, that terrible job job I got now. I know it's been years. You got to okay. tell him. Well, listen, in your honor, uh, I'm going to go into a 7-Eleven today and where they have that little Jerry kid thing where you put your change in, I'm going to put two bucks in there for you. <laughs> oh, man, it's been too long. Well, Jerry, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Have a happy new year. I appreciate the birthday message. And uh, yeah, it's been far too long. We got to uh, get together for sure. Yeah, happy birthday, bud. All right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a class act, Aldini. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> right. Oh, boy, that was it. That was a treat. Where were we? We were on uh, COVID conspiracies and all of a sudden. Well, the, the, the show has gone completely to shit now after Aldini's outburst. You know, uh, that was uh, that was kind of a nice surprise. Yeah, I didn't know you were, uh, you know, you were uh, out there recruiting callers for us. Well, you know, you got to do something. I guess so. Let me switch back. I'm too close for uh, missiles here. Let me switch back to guns uh, with the sound quality. Okay, there we go. Got the headset back on. Man, that was... Yeah. Hey, we know he knows. I hope listeners heard that. You could hear him. Okay, Bill. Loud and clear. Okay, good. Jerry Aldini. There's no one like him. And uh, he, he knew how to sum up a country real quick. Everything's free. No one goes to jail. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, maybe we'll get him on here uh, again uh, down the road. That was pretty funny. Oh, the one and only Jerry Aldini. Well, how would you describe him, Bill, to our audience? Um, Okay, uh, the the three Stooges. I'm trying to figure the guy's <laughs> name out. Um, there's there's Mo who's got the fucking bull bull cut hair, right? That's Mo. Larry Larry's the other goof with the long kind of shaggy hair, right? Mm-hmm. Curly is the one that's got the shaved head. Imagine Curly with uh, without a mustache and without a or, or imagine Aldini without a mustache and and hair and you've got curly that's him <laughs> oh it's fantastic yeah so uh, bill i mean he he talked about you know drinking you under the table a little bit uh not too long ago i mean what happened are you just not in in uh in mid-season form you used to used to be a, an all-nighter kind of guy 
Well, this, this happened about two weeks ago. I'm not going to go into great detail because I really don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> but we were in an eating establishment and having some drinks. And somebody must have slipped me a Mickey because I went completely, I went from buzzed to almost passed out in a matter of seconds. And um, it was not a good experience. I, I hardly remember I was having a, I remember having a porterhouse steak and I, from what I was told, I picked the steak up and ate it like a caveman, <laughs> which I don't remember. <laughs> I was eating with my hands, being loud, boisterous, and very irritating. And that's just not me. But um, <laughs> Really? You don't say. <laughs> yeah, no. So anyway, I, I don't really recall a lot of things were told to me, but uh, anyway. I've been around you a few times after you've had uh, one or three too many, Bill, and it's always entertaining. I mean, I've, I have I was worried you might walk off a roof one evening in Minnesota. Uh, I, I've seen you. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's when I got, that's when I Ubered two blocks, right? You did, yeah, two right turns, yeah. yeah, two blocks and the driver wasn't happy. Uh, uh, I've seen you have that, that motor scooter you used to drive with a construction hat because you wouldn't go buy a, a motorcycle helmet uh yeah a lot of a lot of fun memories there yeah oh, aldini well it's it's uh, it's been quite some time we got to get the band back together uh for a, to- a song or two uh and ring in the new year if you know what i mean wow yeah yeah exactly so uh let's we we, we talked about covid we talked about my theory okay. on how this whole thing started and where it's going Sure. Why don't we touch on the Los Angeles Rams? All right. Let's go to some sports. Uh, yeah, the LA Rams, Bill. Uh, you know what? Sometimes, like you say, sometimes, sometimes you wake up Marilyn Monroe. Sometimes you wake up with Marilyn Manson. Uh, however they did it, they did it. They, they are in the playoffs again. And it was ugly. They got some injuries. But you know what? There's, there's 14. Let's see. There's 18 other teams in the league right now who wish they were in the playoffs. So I'm happy well, they're in. I don't expect much though. I, if you, if you remember a week ago, I said that Goff is not the perennial new era NFL quarterback. He drops right. back. He doesn't roll out. Well, um, the guy Wolford, was that his name? Wolford? Yeah. That guy impressed me. Mm-hmm. He could run the ball. He could pass a little bit. You know what? Go with the hand that's feeding you right now. I say start him Saturday. Well, if he doesn't start, I do know that there will be a short leash on Goff. And and I could honestly say if if Wolford starts, I could see it the other way too because uh, I don't know. Goff was throwing balls on the sideline and everything. He, he seemed to be okay with his thumb. But, yeah, I think for his first game, Wolford looked okay. He, he did have some mobility. He took a few – there was a few times he put his head down to run mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm like dude don't do that <laughs> there's some line back i'm just curious I, I tried looking on the roster i couldn't who were the who was the rams backup quarterback last sunday uh well what they did is they re-signed blake bortles uh who was the backup last year and he was like on denver's practice squad or something and he you know he played for the jaguars years ago blake bortles right. he was pretty good yeah went to the afc championship a couple years back and uh he, he's no he's no chump i don't I'm surprised yeah. they ever got rid of him yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sure why. Um, why they did, but anyway, uh, probably to save a, a dime, right? Not thinking, oh, there'll never be an injury. 
I don't know why teams do not invest more in backup quarterbacks. I, can, can you answer that question? But like, I know your starters, your starter, but don't you need kind of an extra bullet just in case an extra magazine? I, I don't well, not only, not only do you need one in case of an injury, but you need one when you're down 40 and you don't want to get your quarterback hurt or you're up 40 and you don't want to get your quarterback hurt. Yep. There's certain times when you put in somebody that's expendable and a lot of teams just don't think that way, mm-hmm. which, right. which, which kind of like makes me wonder. <laughs> I, I don't, I, there's so, there's so much money invested in the quarterback these days. You know, they all make uh, over 150 million, over 30, 30 million a year. And with backups, it's just like, okay, they never play, but maybe they should play in those situations you're talking about. What, but, but what, still what, what concerns me is their offense did not score a point. Cor- correct. Correct. Uh, not, not you what, had a defensive touchdown and a safety <laughs> and, and three, three field fields. goals. Yeah, absolutely. And the red zone, the red zone offense of the Los Angeles Rams is atrocious. Oh, I think I texted you and Sam and others on set. I mean, watching the Rams get inside the 10 yard line. What, what happens after that is like getting waterboarded. It, it is, yeah. it is, it is so hard to watch penalties, uh, lost yards. Just, I've never seen a team get so close to something and then get so far from it. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, of when I was 16 years old and I was on a date and I was almost there, but couldn't quite, you know, close the deal. <laughs> you did not get around third and home safe, if you will, Bill. Correct. Oh, oh man. Well, Hey, there's always another game. Uh, so Bill, what do you make of this? Uh, they, they beat the Cardinals thankfully, and I hope he's okay, but you know, they Kyler Murray was banged up. So it was a battle of the backup quarterbacks. You will not see a backup quarterback this weekend in Seattle. You're, you're going to be up against one of the best. It is the rubber game of the Rams Seahawks up in Seattle Saturday afternoon. Uh, man, Winner take all. What, what, what's the what's the opening point spread on that? I'm just curious. Do you I, know? I saw the opening line was Seattle uh, minus four and a half. So Seattle four and a half. Um, that was again without any other new information regarding who's starting or anything. But that was the opening line. Well, <clears throat> four and a half. Yeah, I, I <clears throat> common sense would say that Seattle will win this because they're at home. And the Rams are uncertain with a with a very shaky offense. However, however, um, on any given Saturday or Sunday, any team can win. <laughs> oh yeah, well playoff football, and you see shocking games all the time. Look at make no mistake about it, the Rams could go up there and end up getting blown out. Uh, Seattle gets hot, but I I trust the Rams defense to keep it close. And if they can somehow do, I, block a punt, uh, you know, have a decent kick return, do something. That intercept you know, intercept a ball and go 86 yards. Yeah, like like happy. Absolutely. Uh the defense has got to score. Uh, I think I think that you never know. And and who knows, Bill? I have faith too that Goff could come in there and, and light it up. We've seen him do that before. Um, it's just a you know, playoff football, anything can happen. You're right. Yeah. Who who do you like? Who do you like right now today to, to run the table and win it all? Oh man. Uh, today th- there's very popular, um, teams out there. Everyone says basically Kansas city, Buffalo, um, new Orleans, green Bay. Those are the, those are the big teams. Ah, 
I'm trying to think of who I think probably New Orleans has the best all around roster, if you will. They got a, an older quarterback, uh, decent defense. Uh, can they go to Green Bay and win in, in Lambeau? I don't know, but I don't know. I, it never seems to be the team you think's going to win, right? Kansas City or, or Buffalo. I would pick New Orleans, but I could be dead wrong. They haven't been successful in the postseason recently. I'm going to say this. Um, watch out for Tampa Bay just because. Okay. Yeah. Watch out for Tampa. Can they go to Green Bay and beat Green Bay? Probably not. But you never know. You do never know. Uh, um, I like I like either Green Bay or Tampa Bay for the, in the national. I like. I'm really really liking Buffalo in the American because mm-hmm. other than if they play in the championship game against Kansas City, they're going to have home field advantage in Buffalo. Yeah, I, I agree. That's big. So, but again. During the playoffs, home field advantage isn't all that great because there's no crowds, except for they're going to allow crowds in Buffalo now. Yeah, which is funny. You know, Governor Cuomo, all of a sudden, uh, oh, now we'll have crowds there. I also saw there was a petition going around to uh, to ban Cuomo from the game because I think he was talking about going. I, I say let him go because somebody will kick his ass. Let him go to the game. <laughs> Those some, Bills fans some, are no joke. Some drunk New Yorker will go, go up there and hit him with a freaking snowball and crack his skull, which I'm, I'm all for. Yeah. Because he is a pompous, arrogant East Coast fuck, in my opinion. Yeah. He's, uh, he's right up there. He's right up there in the, in the category of ass clown as, Gar, as Garcetti Newsom and this DA in LA, Gascone. Oh, yeah. There's, They're all complete ass clowns there's a uh, there's a mount rushmore for sure of uh of the uh, terrible people uh and he's one of them yeah for sure uh but but anyway that i mean back to football Bill, the buffalo bills let's go there for a second uh your namesake the buffalo bills uh do you remember you obviously do the early 90s when they were in the super bowl four straight years could oh, not, yeah could not get it done they i were, mean they were two feet away from beating the giants i believe um was it oh, the, the giants the field goal, the 20 to 19 game. Yeah. 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 Scott Norwood. Scott Norwood. If he was three feet the other way, Buffalo Bills are the world champs. And, and he's a hero and never buys a drink again and has uh, beautiful women all over him for the rest of his life. Uh, or yeah. Anyway, it's Buffalo. Yeah, but anyway, well, that didn't quite happen. <laughs> no, quite no, turn out that. no, but, but those were great team and Buffalo hasn't been good since hasn't been consistent since. Um, I think they got a real, they got a great coach. They got a great quarterback and just kind of that bills. I don't know that blue collar defensive, like, I don't know. The, the bills fans have got to be just ecstatic over this season and, and what's, what's the come of the future for them. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a hardcore bunch of football fans up in the upstate New York there. Um, you know, they draw from Niagara falls from, from <laughs> Southern Canada, you know, they all get behind the Buffalo bills. No doubt. And, and, you know, they all, you know, they all go to, to the games when it's 25 degrees and they wear, you know, a thong <laughs> and, and, you know, walk around with, you know, rubbing, rubbing ice on them. So they're, they're a bunch of lunatics. Orchard Park. How, how uh, interesting is this bill that the team they're going to be playing is the Indianapolis Colts who are coached by Frank Reich, who's probably one of the most 
Uh, we talked about backup quarterbacks a second ago. He's, he's the most famous backup quarterback in all of Buffalo history with his great comeback he had in that playoff game years ago. So kind of interesting, right? Very, very. That's why, um, again, the quarterbacks, I mean, if you can get a hot quarterback, you know, you can do many great things. And Reich was really good. He came in and relieved Jim Kelly that time and brought the uh, Bills back against the Houston Oilers. They were down, what, 31 at halftime or something? Yeah, 30, I think it was 34 to three. I think it yeah. was, something like that. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's been some magic in that stadium before. And I, I'm curious. I, 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 just, I will say this. Indy's going to give them a fight this weekend. I think the Bills are a great team. They're very hot. But in the playoffs, everyone's good. You got the 14 best teams, and it's, uh, you know, anything could happen in 60 minutes. Yeah, what gets me is they've added a, they've added a wild card team this year, right? Yeah. And you've got a triple header Saturday, a triple header Sunday. That's six football games in two days. Isn't it beautiful? Wow. If you're a football fan, you've got to be in pig shit heaven because <laughs> a, a, there's nothing else to do mm-hmm. than sit home and watch TV. You can't yeah. go to the movies. You can't do anything. Especially here in California, because our our uh, <clears throat> Our governor, you know, the, 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 the lunatic uh, <clears throat> dictator that he is has us all in house arrest. Yeah. You, you know what? I said Mount Rushmore a few seconds ago. That's offensive to uh, the actual Mount Rushmore. I don't want to, I don't want to put those guys' names. I'll, how about Mount, <clears throat> Mount Douchemore? Mount Douchemore. Yeah. The, uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. They, they could be the charter members. Absolutely. <laughs> they're, uh, they're mountain. Uh, yeah. Bill. I can't tell you my, you know, my birthday weekend. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. I told Val, I said, Hey, there's some, so there's three games Saturday. She goes, Oh, that'll be cool. And I said, yeah, then there's three more on Sunday. So, so you got to roll her out. She knew, she knows what she's getting into. Uh, and the Rams play in the second game on Saturday. So lots of football to be watched. I mean, come on, Bill, what else are you going to be doing? Watching Netflix, watching, uh, you know, rerun episodes of I love Lucy. We got playoff football this weekend. I'll be watching a couple games. Yeah, beautiful. I love it. Uh, if I'm not working, who knows? My luck, they'll work both days. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we got 24 quarters of, uh, of playoff football. I can't wait. First, what do you make of the extra playoff, uh, the wild card, uh, with only the number one seed getting the bye? I kind of like it because only the top seed, in my opinion, should get the bye. But, but I think it's cool you have one extra wild card team, too. Uh, yeah, spreading the wealth a little bit, letting another you know mediocre horseshit team in the end. Uh, <laughs> you know, to, to play. I mean, to me, the biggest joke of all is that the Redskins, excuse yeah. me, excuse me. Sorry. No, no, not on this. They're the, the Redskins. Washington, on the Washington football team <laughs> has a home game. That is, that is criminal. Yeah. So what do you think the policy should be that uh, the division champion does get in, but doesn't have the automatic four seed. Correct. Best mm-hmm. records, best records, get home seats, best yeah. records. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. You want to go automatic bid fine, but, but they shouldn't get to host and be the, the four seed. Uh, hopefully that changes. Uh, well, Bill, a couple other games. I mean, so, so you like Tampa Bay to kill, to destroy Washington then. I like them to beat them soundly. Yes. Okay. Tampa's favored by eight and a half. So uh, almost double digits there. I would, uh, I would, I would, I would uh, give the points and, and, and take that, take Tampa Bay. Yeah, you got you got Baltimore at Tennessee on Sunday morning. I think that's a heck of a football game. There may be that's some a points. pick them. What, what's the spread there? Three and a half for Baltimore. 
Yeah, I, I oof, that could come down to a last second field goal either way. Yeah, that's and, a pick them. That's 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 got overtime written all over it. Oh, I love it. That'd be great. Uh, we also got the Bears and Saints. I think the Saints probably roll on that one, don't you? If there's going to be an upset, if there's going to be an upset, the okay. Bears will beat the Saints. If that's that's if there's going to be an upset week one, that's the upset. The Bears I, are playing tough. I I like I agree with you. I looked at, I looked at and I know I just said the Saints are probably built for the Super Bowl, but I looked at that and I was like, you know what? I could see the Bears an eight and eight team just shocking the world. Uh, the Saints should beat them soundly, but. Yeah, they got to play the game. So, yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, okay, Browns and Steelers. Now, the big news today is that the Browns are having some COVID issues again. Their head coach has tested positive. He will not coach the game. There's also four players. I haven't seen their names yet. I don't even know who their head coach is. Who's their head coach? Kevin Stefanski, who was the uh, offensive coordinator at Minnesota. He's a first-year head coach in, in the Cleveland. I think he's done a great job. Um, but sounds like a, he sounds like a plumber or a, uh, or an attorney at law, Kevin <laughs> Stefanski, attorney at law. Yeah. Or, exactly. Kevin, or if you need your toilet snake to call Kevin Stefanski, Stefan, you know. Jack, Stefan, Jack, Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, you could have put a gun to my head and for the next 15 years, I wouldn't have been able to come up with that name. Uh, okay. So he's not code. He's, we, he'll be there but he's not on the field. Right. Uh, I don't know what the policy is. Like yeah, who knows? if, if okay. he can be in the All booth right. or what, but, but it's Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. I don't know. I, I, they, they played each other last week and the, and the Steelers sat some guys. I think, I think Pittsburgh wins this game. They're favored. They by should. They, yeah, they I, should. They should. I, I, I am not a, a huge Baker Mayfield guy. Uh, but he's got that team in the playoffs. What are your thoughts on uh, Baker Mayfield? I know he's really good at, at running away from police. Uh, okay, okay, I'm sorry, cheap shot. That was back in his young college days, but uh, I still kind of hold that against him. Did you ever see that video, Bill? No. Him? Oh, oh, you did not. I'll send it to you sometime. No. Okay. Yeah, Baker Mayfield is uh, talking with the police when he's in college. Well, and just starts I can't running. believe there'd be anybody in the NFL, anybody in the NFL that would run from the police. I don't have any problems with the police. That is shocking to me. It, it, weird, right? Super Very weird. shocking. Extremely <laughs> shocking to me. It's like a prerequisite almost. Yeah, uh, you, you've got you to be in handcuffs to be, a, to be an all pro in the NFL. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so, so the Browns, uh, I, I don't know. I think their magic season ends on Sunday. That's the final game Sunday night. Um, so if you had to say, Bill, so you got, let's run down the games real quick. Just pick, pick me a winner, pick me away out of winner, Bobby. Uh, let's see. Colts at bills. Bills. Bucks at Redskins. Buccaneers. Rams at Seahawks. Oh God. My heart says the Rams. My, my common sense <laughs> tells me the, um, uh, the Seahawks. So I'm going to go Seahawks. Okay. You, you, is this the first time you followed your common sense ever? Ever in my life. <laughs> okay, Ravens at Titans. I'm going to go. Uh, God. I'm going to go Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee in Nashville at home. Bears at Saints. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna walk on the wild side and love say it. the Bears. I love it. Oh man, have yourself <laughs> a bratwurst on Saturday. Uh, okay, and the Browns at Steelers. Steelers. Okay. Yeah, I I, I agree with you there. Uh, most of your picks, I, I can understand. And so, Bill, after all those six games, after the six games on this weekend, this fabulous weekend, uh, Monday night there'll be nothing on TV. Oh wait, never mind. There's a college football championship game. Alabama and Ohio State. What do you make? Of I was that so I was so glad to see Ohio State shove it up Dabo Sweeney's ass. I knew you would. I knew you would. If there's a guy that belongs on that that Mount Idiot that you just talked about, <laughs> Dabo Sweeney can join those guys. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would not. I if if I wouldn't let my kid go to uh, Clemson. Okay, huh. I don't want him play. I would rather him go play for Mike Leach. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, then, then, then play for Dabo Sweeney. Okay. You know, okay. Help me out here, Bill. You're, you're a police officer, retired police officer. You were in college baseball. You've officiated football. Okay. I understand the concept of competing. We're competing. We're, you know, we're, we're passionate, blah, blah, blah. But I see guys like Dabo Sweeney. I see Nick Saban on the sideline. He got flagged for an unsportsmanlike with like three minutes left and they're winning by 38, 31 to three. I mean, what, what, what is that behavior? I, I don't, I can't wrap my head around it. What, what are your thoughts as the, uh... well, they have no, they have no self-control. They, they have egos as big as the stadiums that they play in. And they think it's all about them. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban is an egomaniac. Dabo Sweeney is an egomaniac. Okay. Mike Leach is just a simple fucking guy who lets his team run amok at the end of the game. Did you see um, that brawl bill? Mississippi. I saw, State I saw some Tulsa? of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. And, and, and your boy coach Leach, he's up in the stands getting photos while, while the fight is breaking out. Well, he's probably hoping that some of those, some of his team who, who basically underperformed this year would get arrested and he didn't have to deal with them anymore. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's the, wow. That's quite the theory. You know what? If you had to say what coach Leach said after the game, I could see him up, up in front of the microphone saying, well, or to his team, talk to the team. You know, there's going to be a change in the living arrangement here, fellas, because uh, mm-hmm. I've waited all season for you to fight and, and you fight at the end of a game and, and we're not playing football anymore. So what's that about? Well, there's going to trust me though. There, there will be some, 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 uh, uh, reprisals on that situations. There'll be some paybacks to some of his players for the way they handled themselves. He's not going to, he's not going to um, hand, he's not going to throw them under the bus to the press, but I guarantee you there was some, there was some discipline handed out by him to some of those guys. I guarantee it. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty crazy, man. I, I think you have to hammer teams when they behave this way. And it's unfortunate because some guys or seniors might not be back, but I'm sorry if your teammates screw up and yeah, you could say, well, you got to defend yourself too. You also, you shouldn't have guys stomping on people's heads when they're on the ground. I mean, you cannot let things get out of control like this. And, and I'll say this, Bill, you've officiated plenty of games. Have you ever, I used to drive me nuts when a football game would end and my partners would just be like lollygagging, walking around. I'm like, we need to get out of here before a fight breaks out or something and yes you know what i mean yes when the game's over get up if you're done it becomes uh-huh. an administrative issue now it becomes either law enforcement security or administrative we're done 
Let's We're go. done. Game's <laughs> over. Let's go. Turn your back, start jogging. Uh, Get out of here before we become a victim. Let's go. <laughs> Were you ever involved in uh, junior college or high school, any kind of big fight like that? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, let me tell you that. I'll tell you a story. I, we were, I worked the, uh, let's see, Glendale Junior College. Play, I'm sorry, Pasadena. It was Pasadena against Mount Sac. Oh, boy. It was, I want to say, the year 2002, 2003. It was out Mount Sac. Decent game. Uh, there was no problems during the game at all. Very clean, very good game, decent game. We go into the locker room, and <clears throat> we're in there, and we're doing our post game, sh- showering, doing all that, getting cleaned up. I walk out, and I see a stream of blue and red lights coming down the little driveway there by the main campus at Mount Sac, and a security guy goes, go back in the room. So we go back in the room. <laughs> Supposedly, during the game, somebody had burglarized the Pasadena locker room. Oh boy! And stolen their money, their jewels, all their you know big heavy jewelry that the some of the players probably wore. And they cleaned them out, and they were pissed. So they immediately went back out on the field and took it out and started fighting the other team and the other and anybody that was a, a fan of Mount Sac. And I guess it was just a full-blown riot. And all the time we're in the locker room, we had, we had no clue that this was going on until we walked out. And I kind of scented, I had a sense of maybe, I kind of smelled a little tear gas. And then we saw, the, we saw that the, 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 the entire probably department of LA, the LA Sheriff's Department rolling in. And, I, and so we went back in. Then we went back out when it was all clear. And it took me an hour and a half to get out of there from then because there were 15 sheriff's deputies cars blocking my car and I couldn't leave. Oh, wow. And I was there until they were done. So I'm standing around watching and, you know, I guess it was just a, just a melee. Yeah. And the coach from Pasadena was pissed and and he was pissed at the security people from Mount Sac that they didn't protect the locker room. Now, mind you, our locker room was adjacent. Now they didn't get in ours. Thank God, you know, but um, yeah, so I didn't see any of this go down because we're in the locker room, but evidently it was quite a melee. And um, I can't remember for the life of me who was on that crew because it was such a mundane game. Yeah. You know, no problems. Uh, I think I worked uh, as a one quarter, I was the, or one half I was the line judge and the next half I was the linesman. So I, we flip flop sides back then. Uh, line, Bill, it's 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 lines person. You can't say lines man. Oh, anymore. excuse me. Sorry. Lines yeah. lines human. But by the way, did, well, people, did you see that BS in Congress uh, where the guy ended the prayer? He said a prayer to start their whatever it was, and he said, uh, "A man and a woman." Ludicrous. Have Completely. You, you know, I mean, no, a, a man. Have we a gone man, too far? Yeah. Too far, yeah. We're so far past far that we're like we're making another lap. I mean, first of all, a, a man has nothing to do with gender. You, you, you. Oh, I, I try not to swear. I leave it all to you for the swearing, but it has nothing to do with gender. And so, number one, you're 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 either making fun of a prayer that you're doing and, and making light of it, which is ridiculous. And number two, to to then say a woman like to say like it's 
equality or something like you, you have no he, touch. He, he's trying he's trying to be fashionable he's trying to be I, trying to be uh you know come on you're, you're never on. woke enough bill you're never woke enough that it's just i'll tell you what if you really want to be if you really want to um if you really want to be all that and show us that you're really at, get up there and just shave your shave your genitals off <laughs> okay <laughs> just just hack your shit off and show us just how a woman you are. Yeah. You complete blithering fucking idiot. Come on. Oh, it's, it, it's, there's never, they go after everything they can, Bill. It's, it's uh, ridiculous. And then I also heard your, your aunt, your aunt Pelosi, uh, you know, basically leading the charge that they're going to change language in Congress or something where you can't say mom or dad or brother or sister anymore. Everything's got to be more gender. I got to find that and show it to you that, that whole thing. You just, it's like we're in a twilight zone. What do you have to say my, my, my parent that has the balls. <laughs> is, is that how we're, is that how we're going to do it now? I, I guess. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is. I'd say logic, but there is no logic with some of these, these my, things. My, just... my, my aunt that it's got the big, fat mammary glands that hang down to her knees that would be aunt pelosi come on what, what are we doing here what are we what doing? are we doing stop it just it's everybody i'm so sick of this this crap uh anyway uh back to you know football and fights people don't realize how freaking violent those fights can be you see it on tv it doesn't do justice you see guys swinging at each other swinging helmets and oh my goodness it is a scary scary thing and, and oh, absolutely. Oh, man. Absolutely. We, we had a fight in a, in a, in a JC game. It was, I believe, was it Fullerton against West LA, maybe? And back then, you'd think West LA would be a bunch of preppy, young no, whippersnappers. No, no, no. no, they no. were ab- absolute fucking thugs. Okay. <laughs> and there was a fight in the middle of the game where they were swinging helmets and shit. And we didn't, there's no way we were just taking numbers. That's it. That's it, man. Um, in fact, in fact, we ended that game early. I do believe. Oh, uh, I would hope so. Yeah, we ended that game early. And uh, if you can referee junior college football, you can referee uh, Folsom Prison versus Soledad. Okay, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, it it, it was it was an eye opening experience for me when I started working college football jc football is like wow if you can officiate jc football without either being without being shot stabbed or assaulted <laughs> you are a damn good official <laughs> oh man absolutely yeah oh dude it's a it's interesting you you gotta bring a certain intensity to those games uh one final thing on the nfl i have a few more college questions for you but the nfl bill look it you gotta hand it to them 256 games they got in not one game not one game was canceled. Uh, they were postponements. There was Wednesday games and Tuesday games, but the NFL did it, man. Did you think that you the NFL would get all 16 games in for all 32 teams? I did not. I did not. And you're right. They used every day of the week. Um, you know, you had a Wednesday afternoon matinee one day. Um, I mean, Wednesday afternoon – NFL football? Are you kidding me? I like it. I say we need more of it. Yeah, well, it's okay. it's, it's either that or Days of Our Lives, Bill. I mean, come on, you're the you're well, the we, home TV guy. When the Chinese when the Chinese are running the NFL next year, see if they can do that for you. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, a couple of college. Hey, and again, it's not the people. It's not the Chinese people. It's their leaders. It's the government. Yeah, I agree with you. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Uh, Bill, the college football playoff, you know, you, you saw the games on Saturday uh, or Friday it was, but do you think college football need, needs a playoff expansion to eight or 16 teams? No. Where do, where do you, where do you stop? Where do you stop? You go to, you go to eight and you're going to go to 12. No, I, I, you know what? College football is college football. Um, there is no true national champion unless you agreed play more games and have a tournament, which they're not going to do, which but they're can, not going to, but, but why can division two division one, double a, even division three, why, why can they do a 16 team playoff or whatever it is? How come, how come they're able to do it? When because they, they cut their season short. Yeah, but they still play 10 games or so. Okay. All right. Well then you're going to tell, you're going to go over and tell, um, uh, the, the athletic director at, um, <clears throat> let's say BYU, hey, you can only play 10 games this year because you might get into a playoff. No, because they want their guaranteed games. I don't buy that, Bill, because what that happened this year. Ohio State played six games. Six. Well, it's because, you know, we had a situation. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I, I'd like to see a playoff. Look, I'd like to there see. Are fi- there, are more, there are more finer minds out there than us. I can't uh, figure this out. Well, Aldini told us that. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Mike Maynard is going to, going to retire. Um, I don't know if the, if the spring season has been canceled officially or not. I know they didn't play other fall sports. Skyak uh, is not going to play spring football. No, no. Okay. No. Uh, works. Well, division three local legend, uh, Mike Maynard, who, uh, you and I have both refereed his games, mm-hmm. uh, university of Redlands. Interesting, Interesting man to say the least. Man. Yes. Do you remember, do you have his games? He, he'd have this sheet drawn up for you and it would have all of his concerns uh, about the other team. He'd have his trick plays uh, mapped out for you. And uh, every game he'd tell us that the other team was cheating. And that these, these are the three or four scenarios in which the other team cheated. And then at the bottom, he'd sign it. I I loved his organization. I I was a fan of that. Very organized man. Very organized. Um, Very, very thought provoking. Um, he was just quite interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> interesting guy. Yeah, I, I, uh, he felt like a like as baseball umpires you and I were. I don't know. I, I kind of related to him. I didn't agree all the time with him, of course, but I don't know. I didn't mind him so much. Other guys did did not like working his games. Uh, Monday night, Ohio State and Alabama. Uh, what do you think of that matchup? Who do you got? Well, Ohio State's going to be nice and rested because they would only play they only played five games all year. <laughs> seven now, seven games. Okay, seven. Um, I like I like Alabama only because they're probably better. What's the spread on that? We have a spread yet, Bill? I can always find you the spread, man. Whatever you need. Alabama seven and a half. Okay, I'll take Ohio State on the spread or the or the the win. I'll take Ohio State. I, I don't think I don't think Alabama will cover that. Okay, so you're going you're going spread wise then. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. and here's the here's the deal, because they didn't cover against uh, Notre Dame, even though it was 19 points. I just don't think they will. I, I they always kind of just give they kind of play a little lax at the end. Yeah, yeah, I got you. 
I mean, it's almost like boring to them. They're just like, they seem bored. Yeah, they get out to a 35 nothing lead, 35 love lead, and then the other team scores 28. Hey, we still won. Let's go. Yeah, on a big deal for sure. Yeah, I think Alabama wins. Um, Ohio State's going to, who knows? They might make it close. They could win the whole thing. Who knows? Like I said, they've only played seven games, so uh, they are well-rested. So that should be a lot of fun. Now, Bill, this is something – it's it's early January, and I told listeners in the beginning, you know, this is a weird time for, for me and you because generally this is the time of year where we start having to go to clinics, start having to do tests, uh, maybe buy some uniforms for umpiring and everything. Um, this is very new for me. It's new for you. I know that uh, you're happy about it. I'm happy about my decision too. Isn't it kind of weird not having this like baseball preparation with it, the season being about a month away for us? I don't miss it one bit. (laughs) I don't miss, I don't miss the bullshit one bit. (laughs) The easiest part of being a baseball umpire at the college level was working the game itself. Yes. The politics, the, the bullshit, the, the, the rules that you had to go over with these fucking people that ask that, that are on these zoom calls that want to know what the diameter of a baseball is. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't miss it one bit. Oh, no, me neither. And, and it was ever, it was always around my birthday where we had to go to this clinic in Arizona or uh, you know, uh, Northern California or something where we'd have to go for two, three days and just sit in a room and just look at people that you absolutely fucking despise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen <laughs> and pretend that you gave a shit. Oh yes, that was the worst. And tried to get out of there. Just be like, all right, are we done? Are we done? Can we get the heck out of here? Enough of that. But yeah, we don't have that this year, Bill. So I think uh, I already can tell you're in a much better mood. I am. I am oh. much better. I am not. I am not. Uh, you know, there there is no. I'm not attached to the man anymore. You know, free. <laughs> Absolutely. We just got, uh, you know, football games to watch and podcasts to do. And uh, yeah, I'll come up with it. Well, you got, we, we're both working men. I mean, you're, you're working security. I'm doing, I mean, why do I have time for baseball? Nor, nor do I, I don't need it. I don't need a bill. I don't need it, nor do I want it. Yeah. Stay, keep it away from me. Uh, it's going to be a, a weird year anyway. I don't know. Especially with some of these new rule changes. You know, you can you can re-enter a player now. Are you serious? Give me a fucking break. Yes, you can re-enter. If a guy gets, let's say he, he has concussion-like symptoms in the third inning, and a doctor, even though he's a, um, um, a podiatrist, comes out of the stands <laughs> and, and, and deems him to be okay, can then re-enter the game. Oh, my God. What are we doing? What is this, pony baseball? Exactly. Let me let me ask. You, I don't get it. Why, why does Bill? Why does college baseball? You you've done it a long time. Why does college baseball try to always come across like they are? Oh, we're 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 very close to professional baseball. We're, no, and that's bull, because you've I, got. I know it is. You have got a bunch of people. Of you have a bunch of of, of scholars. Okay, <laughs> you've got scholars that are on these committees that rewrite the rules. And they know not, they know nothing about baseball. 
Yeah, they come up with this Ameri- these American Legion type of rules, and then everyone tries to sell us on, oh, no, this is pretty much uh, minor league baseball. It's like, no, it's not. It's nowhere near it. The behavior, the level of play, it's not even close to professional baseball. And then, and then if you try to enforce what they want you to enforce and the right coach bitches you, you are fucked. <laughs> even though you're trying to do the right thing. Because, and I'll say it, I will say it. A, a college baseball uh, supervisor is being paid by that league, okay? When push comes to shove, he is going to err on the side of where the money's coming from, okay? Um, that means you, the umpire, are going to come out on the shit end of that stick, even though you're trying to do the right thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough spot that officials are in. Uh, you and I have seen it a lot in baseball. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of like a no-win situation. It, it used to be fun. Uh, it used to be nice, make some money. But I don't, again, I, I, I don't, I used to dread this time of year. And now I'm, I'm not dreading it. I'm not like, oh, baseball in a month. I'm, I, I feel fine. I'm at peace. I know you are. I'm, at, I'm more than at peace. <laughs> Trust me. Excellent, Bill. Well, uh, yeah. Good stuff. Anything else today, Bill? I mean, uh, it's been it's been rather fun conversation, especially with the call-in with Aldini, man. That was good. That was really good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad the fat man decided to call us. I really am. <laughs> oh boy, where'd you get that coffee cup, Bill? The nice little bee on there. This was given to me by a former roommate from years ago. Ah, really? Yes. Very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, well, Bill, thanks for being here. This was fun. Uh, always a blast catching up. We'll, we'll do it again next week. H- how you feel about 2021 so far? Um, nothing's changed. Just the number. Sell the same old shit show. <laughs> Much like a birthday. That's, that's how I feel. Oh, man. 36. I'm going to catch you, Bill. I'm going to catch you. I, I don't know if I'll get to that whole 60 age someday, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Bill Barnes, always a pleasure. Thanks again. We'll do this next week. Okay. Doke. All right. Have a good week. And again, happy birthday. Uh, you know, make Val take you out somewhere very expensive. Yeah. If we could find seating anywhere, we'll do that. <laughs> Cask and Cleaver is open serving inside. Wow. Can we say that on the air? I just did. <laughs> nice to hear it. Well, thanks Bill. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Adios. Always a pleasure to record with Bill Barnes. I'm really glad we get to do this weekly and catch up. We don't see each other as much as we used to, but you know what? Always fun to chat, talk some sports, talk some theories, and, uh, you know, all of the above. Always fun, Bill. Thank you so much for the birthday wishes, and, uh, yeah, I hope to see you very, very soon. Guys, I do want to say thank you to everyone out there who reached out to me regarding, uh, you know, man, 36 years. It's uh, It's hard to believe. Every birthday for me is like... I don't know. It's, it's, it's another year and it's just hard to believe that time passes like it does. And, uh, Christmas is cool. Holidays are cool. But when it, you kind of reach 
a year where your age changes. It's like, man, this is weird. A part of you changes a little bit. So uh, one year older, I don't know if I'm one year wiser, but thank you to everyone who reached out to me, said uh, happy birthday. It's uh, always this time of year, right up, right after Christmas. So maybe that's why I get down a little bit with the holidays ending and everything. Uh, now we, we move forward. I'm hoping that the 36th year is uh, is a really good one already off to a good start in some regards uh a big thank you to bill for uh, always being a good friend uh a huge thank you to my girlfriend valerie who has been just a tremendous influence in my life uh she's always got my back she always is a wonderful part of my day and i know that we wish we could spend more time together but we're also busy doing a lot of things that i think are going to shape our future so very excited about that uh a big thank you to my brother sam sam is a huge uh, friend, my one and only sibling, uh, as far as family goes, I mean, uh, he, he is, uh, embodies family to me and, and is just so important in my life. I chat with him almost every day and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's always fun to, to talk with him on this podcast, but we also talk just throughout the week in general. And I have many good friends out there, but Sam is, uh, Sam is the person I kind of look to for advice even at times, even though he's my younger brother. Uh, but just uh, I'm very blessed with the people in my life. My other friends, Fred, uh, Monteblanco, Jan Balon, uh, you know, real ball busters at times. But uh, hey, that's that's what friends are for. And I've just been very fortunate. And, and I'm not making this all about me, but all the people out there who've reached out to me, uh, I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, it's quite a blessing. And, you know, sometimes it's cliche, oh, you know, write on someone's wall for their birthday or whatever. But no, it, it really is. Uh, it, it is nice to hear from people. And uh, yeah, another year in the books. I thought 35 was going to be uh, quite the well, it was an odd year. And I can't believe I'm uh, a few years away from uh, from 40. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a presidential term away from 40. That is just crazy to me. Uh, I can't wrap my head around it. But anyway, thank you again. Seriously. Bottom of my heart. It's been great, and I look forward to uh, many more episodes here of the Get Home Safe podcast and uh, really get it going here in the year 2021. Guys, as you know, there's plenty of ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you, so send us a message, an email, a social media contact, however you want to do it. We uh, greatly appreciate your interaction with us. And would love to hear from you just like you hear from us Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on the podcast. Uh, stay tuned for our episode on Friday. I'm not going to tell you who it's who will be on yet. Uh, still working on it, but we will have an episode out on Friday with a special guest. You'll just have to uh, look at our social media platforms to see who, in fact, that will be. And uh, rest assured, it will be a, a fun episode on Friday. Uh, as we wrap up the first official week of 2021. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today. It was a blast. A big thank you to Jerry Aldini for calling into the show. I know Bill really enjoyed that, and we look forward to having more callers in the near, near future. Bill Barnes, Weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Not much else that needs to be said. Always a pleasure. Guys, no matter what you're doing out there, whether you're out on the town or round in third base, get home safe. Get home safe.